Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Damn these Biloxi blues, it happens every night. Yeah. And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer that could ever be a friend of mine. No. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. So I'm bidding farewell, putting in my notice, and I'll see you at another time. Sing. This highway does not know my name. Right to the hood. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep them Budget live, not so live from the low budget live bar and grill here in beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And this is the podcast for Monday, November the 21st. And it is Turkey Week, y'all. You bunch of low lifers, and if you're just tuning in to this program for the first time, and you wonder why I'm insulting you, or you think you're being insulted by being called a low lifer, it's actually a uh, it's actually a, a term of endearment around here at Low Budget Live. In this case, the not so live version, the low lifers are the listeners of this program. Appreciate each and every one of y'all, and it is it's Thanksgiving week. Got a lot to be thankful for around here, as always at the. Traveling Circus Headquarters, the Duncan Household. It's been a, uh, man, it's been an incredible year. Got, you know, a little over a month to go, and it's my favorite time of year, man. I think so many of y'all would agree with that. Holidays are a good time, even uh, even even if they're, you know, they're, they're not always easy, right? Holidays aren't always easy because of either missing loved ones or everybody can't get along or get together um, at different times, but uh, it's certainly a, a special time of year regardless and uh, looking forward to it looking forward to turkey week thanksgiving week means to me getting just ridiculously just gluttonous <laughs> just ridiculous over the top being so full you're just miserable and it always my entire life just means deer season deer hunting full bore rifle season always opens that saturday before thanksgiving in tennessee so uh, gonna spend a lot of time in a tree this week in a shooting house with them Duncan boys, and uh, hopefully we can knock one down. We got several roaming around. We'll see what's gonna happen this week. Got some good cold weather in here. I tell you what, 
we uh, we had some good cold weather for that ABT 100 that Trey and I fished, and our fishing abilities were also very cold. <laughs> because let me tell you, we uh, we practiced our butts off, and Pickwick's been fishing just really as tough as I've seen it in like 20 years. And they had the uh, the Federation Nation Championship down there two Saturdays ago. I guess it ended two weeks ago. Took eight pounds a freaking day to make the top ten, right? Tough. Tough. Don't even make sense how tough it is. Tough. And uh, Will Davis, congrats to Will. Will won that tournament with like 42 pounds for three days. So, caught him decent. But the biggest bag was like a little over 16 pounds. So, I was not, and they, and a lot of those guys were fishing areas that I really, you know, have have done well on over the years, and and current, you know, I love to fish below the dams, I love to fish current, so that's kind of where I was focused up, and uh, man, I just missed it, completely missed it, and of course with these ABT guys, they always smash them, and they did. Congrats to Justin Hamner, Elite Series Pro. Justin Hamner won it with twenty five freaking pounds, unbelievable. Justin Atkins finished in the top ten, crushed them. Um, a dude, Jimmy Mason, uh, who thought he was going to, you know, potentially top five it because it was so tough. Jimmy's a guy down there, fishes constantly on Pickwick, Wilson, Wheeler, Gunnersville. If you need a guide, look up Jimmy Mason. Uh, but but Jimmy, we were talking the way, he's like, can you believe this? And I, I think Jimmy ended up getting a check. But it was it was crazy how good they called him, man. Absolutely crazy. But uh, Trey and I ended up with about 10 pounds, and uh, we chunked them back. We decided – we were not going to go through that walk of shame yesterday because we were frozen to the core. Had a couple opportunities to have a little bit better bag. I, I legit had one on a uh, a DT6 that was like a six-pound largemouth. Jumps and comes off, whatever. Wouldn't have upgraded us. I mean, it, we wouldn't have got paid with it. We would have still been outside the money. Wouldn't have mattered in our Angler of the Year hopes either because those boys, the Duke boys, uh, ended up taking that home like they do a lot of the time. And so we were just uh, we were just SOL, as they say. Had a great time, though, fishing those this year. Kay Donaldson, the whole crew at the Alabama Bass Trail, those 100s are, are an absolute blast. Mixing in, you got Elite Series pros, BPT pros, freaking Pro Circuit pros, uh, just so many local just guru hammers and fishing for great money. They do live coverage. It's fantastic. Anglerschannel.com. Uh, Chris Brown and crew help help her with that. And it's it's great, man. It's absolutely uh, – it's been a ball fishing those. And uh, did not go like Trey and I hoped, and we were very disappointed uh, as as well uh, – as, as we were as disappointed as we were frozen. My brain's frozen this morning. Uh, it was brutal, man. It was brutal on us. We sucked. <laughs> That's all you can say. I can take an ass with it. I've proven that over the years. But I'm going to tell you right now, yesterday, recording this on Sunday, of course, yesterday's wasn't an easy one to take. It was a long ride home. But then once you start realizing how fish were caught, like where Hamner caught his fish is a place that I've I've caught them for years and years and years. And I saw the fish. I couldn't make them bite. I, I, I fished those fish two different days trying to make them bite. Justin rolls in. It just shows you the difference in some of these guys, man. And, and uh, especially – with forward-facing sonar, everything has changed so much. And I'm a fan of it. I'm a Garmin guy. I love it. But uh, it's tricky, man. It's tricky uh, how much you better lean on it, especially in a false situation. And, and some of the old river rat current break stuff that I really enjoy, they just don't – either they don't get on it as much anymore because of fishing pressure or 
you can't compete fishing that way anymore. It, it's uh, I don't know. It's it was a really it, it's crazy to learn on a lake you fished your entire life. But I do feel like in fishing, that's the cool thing about it is you can learn every time you put the boat in the water. And 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 Trey and I look, we had a we had a solid game plan. We really thought we had one one area that was kind of tricky to get into. Took the express in there and uh, kind of risked it for the biscuit, so to speak, because we could have got stuck getting in and out. And we were able to catch like a six in practice and another four. And I really did think it was going to pay off for us. And yesterday it was just the water dropped a little bit further and nothing there. So we were kind of in scramble mode. We sucked. We sucked. But uh, thanks for all the well wishes. Y'all are great. Uh, Trey and I are signed back up next year. We start January the 21st at Lake Widawi. I've never been there. Looking forward to that. We're going to fish those ABT 100s again. I wish you had about five of those a year. They're so much fun. But uh, good seeing all y'all that I that I ran into down there at the uh, good old ABT 100. All right, I'm going to thank these sponsors real quick. And then we got a good, good, good guest today that I'm looking forward to chatting it up with here the week of Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for him. All right, just like we're thankful these for these sponsors. StarTron, kicking ethanol in the teeth. That's all you need to know. It's pretty simple. Ethanol will mess up your day, whether it's your chainsaw, your weed eater, your side-by-side, your lawnmower, or that outboard engine. When you park that boat, when you get out of it like I did yesterday, I backed that thing in and said, I don't want to see you again for a month because I want to go shoot a deer. I dropped me some StarTron in the tank right then because if that boat's going to sit for more than a couple weeks, you better do it, especially if you got some gas in there that's got ethanol in it. It will gum up the works. Ethanol will ruin your life. So StarTron will take care of you there. A little dab will do you. This bottle right here, 256 gallons of gas. That's what it treats. You can get it everywhere. StarTron bringing you LBL for many, many years now. All right, those boys down there. Pro Guide Batteries, the official battery of Low Budget Live. We stood on those jokers for three days, practicing in the current, fishing in the current, fishing in the wind. And, uh, man, that's the most time I've really got to spend in the Express consecutively since I picked that bad boy up earlier this fall. And I'm blown away by those lithium trolling batteries. They are, uh, they are just flawless. Like, they, they charge back so fast. Uh, they're light, which I think, you know, does help in the, in, the, in the rear end of that Express, being able to get in and out of shallow water uh, places. And uh, for me, that's a big benefit. Using the 31 AGM cranking battery to power up all the grass. We were running pumps yesterday, graphs all day long, sitting in one spot for a little bit, running around. Never had an issue. Still had like 12.3 voltage at the end of the day after fishing all day long, running GoPros, running all kind of stuff. Uh, playing the radio because we like to dance to rap music sometimes when we're not getting a bite. Check them out, ProGuideBatteries.com. You can use code LBL10 to let them know you are a low lifer and try them for yourself. Baitworks.com, bait-works.com, your new and favorite online tackle retailer. They also have a great brick-and-mortar store there in Springfield, Missouri. I know I got me several things going into this tournament that uh, some of them I was able to to catch a few fish on. The I, I'm loving the uh, – I've had a couple of these for years, but a Mega Bass 110 Junior. When the bait's small this fall, it's a, it's a really fun one. Got some of those there at Baitworks. You can use code DUNCAN-10, DUNCAN-10, to save you a little coin. Go in and check out their Black Friday deals. I know they got them coming as well. They're doing a marine electronics sale. I saw 
Dunkin' Dash 10 probably won't help you there, but you can use it to let them know you're a lowlifer at bait-works.com. And last but not least, hang the banner. The Bass Master Classic High Performance Oh, Aluminum Bass Boat. The X21 Pro LE is what I'm running this year. Bow to stern with that C-Deck. Got the 250 Yamaha Show. I can tell you right now, I'd call him and get him on the phone. It makes me so proud when I take somebody that hasn't really fished out of my boat a ton. It, it, you know, Trey's been with me, but not spent that much time that many days straight. And he was in the X-21. He was blown away, man. We were riding back yesterday. He said, I, I truly can't get over how stable this boat is, how how great of the whole shot it's got, top end speed, and then stability uh, in rough waters. Like, dude, it rides as good as any fiberglass boat I've ever been in. I love hearing stuff like that because I think it as I'm running like crazy, pushing that show to the limit. I'm always thinking, dude, am I am I just saying this because I love the folks at Express and I love my boat so much? But uh, it's uh, it's always cool to hear that uh, running around in that Express. So if you get a chance, check one out. You will not regret it. Express boats building excitement since 1966. All right, let's check on our guests real quick. Fixing to uh, give a man a call that I, I'm looking forward to talking to about his decision, his journey this year. And he's going to he's gonna make a little change. He's going to be in those Bassmaster Opens, all nine of those, the EQs, they're calling them, Elite Qualifying Trail. And uh, word on the street is over 170, you heard me, 170 people have signed up for all nine. Holy smokes. Holy smokes okay and then all three regular divisions the working man was so upset they're full just like i said they would be with a waiting list you're welcome people are going bass fishing it's gonna happen ladies and gentlemen a man that is joining he's gonna join the opens he was a bassmaster elite series pro for many years and a dual threat bassmaster Elite Series Pro and FLW Tour Pro at the same time. He had two trucks, two boats running all over the country. He has over $1.5 million in career earnings, and he is leaving the Bass Pro Tour to join the Bassmaster Opens in hopes of requalifying for the Elite Series. Ladies and gentlemen, Ish Monroe. Luke. What's up, Ish? Not much. How you doing? How you doing, man? Welcome to uh, back to Low Budget Live. I feel like every time you and I talk, there are fireworks. I, I feel like that. <laughs> no. and, and, and and once again, you're stirring stirring up some fireworks in the fishing industry with I, your, your career I am, change. <laughs> I am not stirring up any fireworks. <laughs> you know, I'm just I'm doing me. You're doing I, as I call it. You always do you, and I love that. That's why I wanted. To, that's why I wanted to chat with you, man. I'm always uh, I'm always proud to know you. You and I have known each other for a minute now and you are a guy that is unapologetically you no matter what and i love that whether it's your fishing style or your personality your opinion and uh and i love that man so big changes coming not really i mean it's nothing really different than you know what the fishing industry is is you know there's so many different avenues for everybody to go out there and fish it's just you choose the one that's best for you and what a lot of people fail to realize is I'm fishing a lot of stuff at home. Yeah, see that. whether whether it's ABA, New Gen, Wild West. You know they've got a new series out here called Apex as well. Um, 
and, and I get to mix all that in and the Toyota series. So what I looked at is, is fishing bass opens allows me to fish a full Western division of Toyota series. It allows me to fish all the Wild West Bass Apex. It also allows me to fish Wild West Bass Pro-Amps. It allows me to fish ABA Team Circuit, New Gen Team Circuit, New Gen Pro-Amps. You know, and, and that's a lot of time also at home, which is very important, I think, for for all of us, is spending time at home. I, I agree with you, man. And you are a guy that, you know, obviously cut your teeth on the west coast i remember you back in the day those western invitationals really the first look that i i got at you know reading about you in bassmaster magazine you're coming up through the ranks out there and when you do fish i have bryant smith on who who just qualified for the elite series i know you know bryant and uh, yep. bryant's a good dude, Great dude west coast guy and we were talking about that it's so hard for those west coast pros to com- not necessarily to compete, but you have to give up so much. There's so much sacrifice that goes into fishing a national quote national tour because they're all on the East Coast or from the right. Central United States East. So I know you have to miss being able to fish at home. So it's cool to hear that you're getting to do that more and more and more. I see it. I see you online that you're doing that more and more. Yeah, and then you know you look at the opens, and we're talking about nine divisions of the opens. I've been to most of the venues, so I don't have to go spend a lot of practice time. They've cut down practice. You know, for those events, you know, guys don't get to have a full range <laughs> Three <weeks>. of practice. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. And so, and so now I, I get to fish the way I like to fish. You, you show up, get a couple of days of practice in, figure them out, and you go fishing. And, and the sponsors are happy about that because the one thing that they see is they know how much regional power I have at home for selling products. You know, Skeeter, Yamaha, that we got a boat dealership too, actually, uh, right here that are about an hour away from me at the furthest point. I can go in there, I can sell boats. Fisherman's Warehouse, you know, mega store. They're three stores and they're all within an hour and a half of my house at the furthest. And I can spend time in those stores selling product for them. You know, River to Sea, they're based in California. Mm-hmm. Sims, you know, they're a West, they're a Western western company and i can do a lot for them you know and missiles just going to be missile they're there's a great product all the way around and so me fishing at home and still fishing nationally keeps the sponsors happy keeps me happy at, at being home and, and and life's good no no doubt about it dude and and for you that that terms keeping sponsors happy you hear that so much from guys because you do lean on the sponsors. I mean, there, there's a lot to be said for payouts and bass fishing and all that's great, but you can't do it without sponsor support. And you've always well, had you a look very at the payouts. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're, 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 they're getting smaller and smaller and cutbacks and paying back less places, paying back less money. No doubt. And it's just, you know, sign of the times. And so you have to rely on those sponsors for those sponsor dollars to be able to support your family and do the things that you need to do. With, with where you've been aligned, if you don't mind me getting into your business just a little bit, because you're yeah. a guy that, like, whenever BPT was scheduled on top of the Classic, that type stuff, you, you're walking around the Classic. You're like, hey, I'm here. I'm working for my sponsors. With where your sponsors were aligned personally, ha- have you struggled with them at all being on the Bass Pro Tour just with no. how they aligned, no. or they just support Ish? They're behind Ish they, no they, matter where you're They're at. 100% behind Ish. Daiwa sees it because – if you look at 
Ish Monroe as as an angler, not even just a professional angler. He fishes freshwater. He fishes saltwater, yep. you know, and you'll see pictures. I just did a recent picture of a carp that I caught. You know, <laughs> I I can catch saltwater fish. And once again, for a company like Daiwa is a prime example. They sell everything for every different species. So they're 100% behind Ish because Ish is out there promoting. Ish gets to go into Fisherman's Warehouse. They sell saltwater gear as well as trout gear and bluegill gear. And I get to sell it all. And so that's where the sponsors, you know, they get in line with everyone. No, no doubt about it. And I see, I see you out there saltwater fishing all the time. You, oh, I yeah. feel like you do that more than you do anything anymore. I, I like it too. Uh, is that oh, yeah. primarily like out of the Bay area where you're doing that? No, um, do a lot of tuna fishing. I mean, me and Oxy got in a lot of tuna trips this year. We're okay. actually going to be going on a long range tuna trip. It's her first one trying to go catch big cow yellowfin. Super excited about that deal. Um, chance at some Wahoo, you know, and you catch Dorado and you catch grouper. And once again, I catch all those fish, take photos with them. They get posted <laughs> on social media, product gets sold. Everybody's happy. Do you, uh, do, do you ever guide in that situation? Like no. you have a set, so you, you've yeah. got folks you go with or friends or whatever. You're, you're not actually doing that on the side any at all. I see you post so much. Well, I, I didn't know if you're running trips or not. Well, I mean, I, I, I do have a saltwater boat with Yamaha 425 XTOs, which are amazing, you know, and I've run 90 miles one way knowing that I can get back. Uh, but now I go with a lot of guys. I mean, you look at the gas prices right now. Yeah, you better carpool. Six, I mean, those engines burn premium. So out here in California, <laughs> you're talking premium at six fifty to seven dollars a gallon. Nope. You know, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be fishing so on the damn banks, son. <laughs> right. So I run. I run with a lot of guys. The vagabond sport fishing is is one of the guys I go with out of the San Diego. They're awesome and phenomenal. And then when I do fish out of the Bay Area, you know, I'm fishing on the Caldon with Captain James Smith. And, you know, it, it's just, that's probably the easiest way to go. I mean, I'm actually going to go do a crab rockfish combo on uh, Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving to have fresh crab for Thanksgiving. Nice. Nice. So it's, I'll send you my, uh, I'll send you my waypoint, my dot. After this, I'll share yeah, my location. Just your address, just, your address, just, just yeah. your address, and yeah. pay for shipping. You yeah. know, we'll bring some up. Yeah, yeah. Just just put them on some dry ice and get them over here to uh, to Southern but, Middle Tennessee, dude. And, uh, and and here's the deal: I've got nothing to say bad about BPT. You know, it, it's another avenue. We need BPT. We need bass. You know, we need NPFL. We need all these organizations because it creates a little bit of, you know. It, it, it's almost competitiveness it does and for them to all do better keeps and, everybody and in when check they all do better the anglers benefit at the end of the day and, and so that's what's most important is the anglers benefiting you know the anglers hopefully getting better payouts and being able to make a living because i tell people all the time being a professional angler it's very very hard to make a living you can't do it just from tournament wins you can't do it just from sponsors you have to have both absolutely when you uh you you mentioned like the payouts going backwards, why do you think? Because this this as long as I've been around this this game and and covering it and and studying it since I was a kid, why do you feel like our payouts are are worse now than they were in like the late nineties? What I mean, and, and it's partially because the anglers have allowed it. You know, yeah. I to me, it, it's all about winning. Winning is everything. 
And so I've been in meetings with the anglers and anglers want deeper payouts Mm -hmm. down the field instead of wanting to pay more at the top of the field. I mean, at one point in time, we were fishing for a half a million dollars for the Bassmaster Classic, a half a million dollars for the Forestwood Cup. And if you were a ranger contingent, you got another half a million (laughs) that was fishing for a million dollars. Yeah. But then I get it. The organizations had tough times. The economy crashed back that 2008 syndrome, and it was it was hard on them. And they lost dollars, and so they had to figure out other avenues and ways to, to pay anglers and pull money. And the anglers voted to pull money from the top, mm-hmm. which I feel like hurt the industry more so than leaving the payouts high at the top and not paying what I would say, you know, just for showing up. let's let's pay the winners let's pay let's pay the guys who are going out there fishing to win well i think from like an outside of fishing perspective too those numbers like that get media attention right outside of fishing right we we live in a very tiny ancestral world in the fishing industry right like the the saying of be careful whose ass you kick you know today you might be kissing it tomorrow is very true in the in the fishing industry we're all intertwined and but man, a guy wins a hundred grand, okay. But you win a yeah, damn well, half million or a million. Look at the kids that won the Bass Pro Deal, Tucker and Logan Parks last year. Dude, that, that was everywhere. The right, news was, was all over deal. the place. That was, yeah, that was that was that was. You saw that in mainstream media. You yeah. saw that San Francisco Chronicle, who can give a care about <laughs> bass fishing, did a article on those kids winning a million dollars. So that's what I say is, is let's start cutting from the bottom. No more participation trophies. And we pay the guys at the top who want to win guys who finish in the top 10, the guys who perform. Yeah. I I was always frustrated sitting on like the angler panel at FLW and, and, hearing guys go, man, we need to pay down to a hundredth place. I'm like, listen, no. I finish a hundredth a lot. I don't deserve to get paid because I sucked. Right. Like, I, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, I don't deserve this. If I, I mean, my God, if you beat just beating half the field is not okay. Like if you beat no. half the field in an open, you're beating a, you know, there's still 200 or a hundred and, you know, 15 dudes, 112 guys or whatever. Like it's, it's crazy to me to think that way. And I'm like you, I love those top, those top uh, prizes being huge. You know, that's, and that's the thing about the opens. You've got 200 anglers. They pay down 40 places. That's how it should be. It should be, you know, one in five, not one in two or even one in three. Let's pay the guys who perform. Let's not give out participation trophies. That's where our world has come to now is, oh, you showed up. Oh, you fish. So we're going to just pay you to show up. Well, no, you broke even or you lost money when they're paying down that far. Let's start paying at the top where you perform, you do well. It's a competition. You get paid for being there. I would like to see in those 225 fields in the opens, even on this this topic, I think I would like to see the payout be better just because, especially with having to fish nine now, and I've told Hank Weldon this and Chris Bowes, uh, and they do not care what I have to say about it. <laughs> and they're running a business, and I get that. But I would like to see it go just a hair deeper because of how many boats – um, no, not deeper, say, not deeper. Let's, but, pay it, but, let's pay it at the top. Let's but, let's increase the entry fee and pay it at the top. But some of the lower checks in those opens, man, I mean, you talk about, like, it's just, I don't know. It's it's tough because I think you could speak to your expenses aren't going to be any different, right? Your expen- Other than right. entry fee, I mean, nine events, you're going to spend some freaking cash. 
in those yes, opens. You are. I mean, you you definitely are. Um, so this is something I want I want to talk to you about. I, I wrote it in my handy dandy notebook that I think is uh, you know everybody kind of gets caught up and, and myself included caught up in the drama or what's going on and this guy's going here and this guy's going there and there was a lot of talk about guys leaving. I, I had Gerald Spoyer on last week and he said there was upwards of over twenty guys that were probably going to leave BPT had they not made a change and. We all hear the rumblings, but but I don't want to talk about that necessarily. You and Bobby are leaving for your own reasons, different reasons. You talked about that a little bit the, when, when you first picked up. Um, something that I think the casual fan that may like Bass over BPT or BPT over Bass doesn't realize is maybe what a risk this is for you. And what I mean by that is leaving that, and you may not see it as that, but for me, dollars and cents-wise – and I know you make a great living through sponsors, but leaving that upper echelon of the sport, right, where it's BPT or Elite Series as far as payouts are concerned, is that nerve-wracking to you? Because if you get a check, I know we're talking about, about payouts and things, if you get a $10,000 check, probably hits a little different than a $2,500 check. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm getting at? Like that, or the leaving live coverage, does that stress you out at all, or is that something that, that's in the back well, of your mind? Well, let's – Let's let's take a let's take a look at this from a numbers numbers point. So when you fish a top level tour level event, you're paying a five thousand dollar entry fee. So there, let's take let's take that ten thousand dollar check and five thousand of that is automatically gone mm-hmm. regardless. So then you got to throw in the expense factor, five days versus eight days of expenses when you're fishing a bass pro tour you got eight days you're there because you're fishing, <laughs> you're there yeah. so you got eight days of expenses versus five so your money at the end of the day is going to be about the same now if you take it and you look at it from my aspect of me fishing at home i just finished seventh in a toc on lake shasta I had $150 in uh, boat gas that I didn't even use my full tank of gas for three days. I didn't even practice for the event, showed up and just fished and had, you know, my truck gas, which was $175. And I made 3,500 bucks. And I slept in my own bed. <laughs> I like I, that I slept math. In my own bed. I like that math. And I slept in my, exactly. And I slept in my own bed. And I was literally one bite away, which the bite I got a couple times, I just never ate the bait, was fishing for a $90,000 bass cat. <laughs> nice. So if you take that tour level number and then you put it to what I can accomplish fishing at home, ask a guy like Josh Bertrand, just won $140,000. No and he literally drove three hours from his house. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it from a financial standpoint, it's about the same if you do it right. And Bobby feels the same way. He's going to be able to fish Toyota series at home. He's going to be able to do this. He's going to be able to do that. And then the opens, you look at the opens field, you look at, you look at my, you know, track record in the opens every year that I've ever fished a full season of opens in one division, I've finished in the top 10 in points, which means that I've had some great finishes. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to make money from that standpoint too. So it's all going to be a wash in the end. It's really on how you look at it and do it. 
it's just it's just fishing for a living, just just kind of mixing it up in a different way. And I I think I didn't even realize the uh, the level or or number of tournaments you're fishing at home. I mean, I see it on social, like I said, but that's that's an interesting take on it to be able to pad that plus the nine opens. Uh, I know in the past when you when you were the dual threat, when you were jumping around and fishing the FLW Tour in the Elite Series, yeah. you had two rigs, you had you had boats all over the country. Are you, st- are you still going to do that for if you're fishing at home and fishing back out east for the opens? Are you going to have to have two setups? I'm guessing. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You have to. I mean, that's the only way to do it properly and, and do it right. You know, um, I get to fly back and forth to venues, but gosh, the open schedule, the way it's set up, is so spread out that I technically could drive back and forth. Technically, could if but you wanted you, if you wanted the punishment. If I wanted, <laughs> if I wanted the punishment, or once again, you 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 hire a driver to drive them back and forth, and you still fly. But why do that to yourself when it's easier to have the sponsor support, having two rigs, having you know, it, it, having that capabilities of doing that. So let me, and, and I would love, I would love if, if, if I had the option and it was, it was available to be able to be on the elites and the Bass Pro Tour at the same time, I would definitely do it. But these organizations need to, I would quote unquote say, get their heads out of their butts yes. and start doing like it was back in the day. Because when I was fishing FLW and Bass at the same time, I had a year. I made four hundred and thirty thousand dollars. I remember that year. I remember that year. I fished with you that year as a co-angler. I remember that year. Winnings. We're talking just winnings. That's how good the money was. That was winnings. That wasn't even including the sponsor dollars. Mm. So, but they don't allow that anymore because. Once again, oh, well, we've got eight events on this side. We've got eight events on this side. Well, that's 16 weeks. There's 52 weeks in the year. You guys <laughs> tell me that you can't get along? I say it every year, man. I don't get it. Uh, you know, throw MPFL in there as well. We, we're the same right. way, man. You look up and it's like, damn, three of us are scheduled on the same freaking week in April. Like, there are four weeks in April. Like, we can't figure this, this out. Like, <laughs> like, I honestly believe, like, we kind of have this in California is uh, we have a jamboree. There should be a jamboree with a commission for professional angling that has these all three groups together. And you pick this week, you get 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 this week. And then you put a schedule together according to the weeks that you have. I like it. I like it. You know? and, then, and, then, and then there's no conflicts. And then once again, because at the end of the day, the only people that hurt with these conflicts are the anglers and the fans. Yep, a million percent. That's what I was going to say. The fans, the fans want to watch as much of it as they can. For the most part, they'd watch every exactly. every bit of live coverage. But when you make them choose, they're flipping they back and forth. Both. They can't watch it all. They can't watch it all, man. It's it's uh, like we last year with MPFL, and and I know we're low guys on the totem pole, just second year out, but some amazing anglers and some great coverage and things. And we were at Wright Patman down in Texas last year, probably our best event of the year. Um, as far as fish catches go and they were flipping bush. It was, it was Ishman row. I mean, <laughs> 5.0, you would have loved that. They were skipping frogs and flipping dude. It was amazing. And bass was at fork. Well, obviously 
<laughs> you're right. going to watch that, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, for I mean, the most part. I mean, my God, they're catching 10-pounders. Uh, exactly. Mean, hey, I watched I watch that because I knew what was going exactly. down. Exactly. Of course. So, but, but, right, Patman was a blast. And I'm like, man, so many people could have seen – because everybody kind of – foams at the mouth for that good shallow water. We don't see it so much anymore because there's so much forward facing, you know, a lot of times on live, you see the comments online, people love that, that old school. I hate that we even have to call it old school, but that power fish and they love to see it, man. They do. Oh, they love, they love the bushes, it. Bushes catching them on frogs. I mean, that was our deal for heavy hitters on the basketball. Yes. Boat. People love yes. that show because I'm catching them on a frog. Fletcher's flipping bushes. Yes. Hot sight fishing. That's great. Freaking, uh, what's the name's throwing? Justin Lucas is throwing a swim jig. Yeah. Like, you know, cracking them. Yeah, it was fantastic. Like the sound of that sound of that hook set <laughs> is what gets people excited. No doubt about it, dude. That was like Mississippi River with the Elite Series this year. That was great. Right. I mean, they're frog people. You know? People were commenting on that more than they were the St. Lawrence River, where. It's an incredible fishery. It's amazing. I love watching it just because I watch as much of all of it as I can just because I'm a fan. But I get it, man. A guy likes to see one blow up on a spook or blow up on a frog or buzzer or whatever. And it, and it seems like those days are few and far between now in live coverage. So uh, I, I, I totally get um, why people enjoy that. Do you – that's that's one thing. I will we'll get this, man, and I, I'll let you uh, get back to your to your Sunday morning. And I can't thank you enough for coming on. But, dude, I was okay. thinking about whenever you and I were, were texting about doing this, I fished a tournament on Pickwick yesterday, and I'm a power fishing guy. I, I would rather do that than anything. I'll, I'll fish offshore growing up on the Tennessee River, obviously, know how to do it, enjoy it, whatever. But I fished a tournament yesterday, and I, Alabama Bass Trail 100, several Elite Series guys in it, and local hammers. And, dude, I mean, they just throttled them offshore. Throttled them deep suspended fish <laughs> forward facing sonar and when i tell you ish my entire life um this exact time frame on pickwick lake i've got stuff that shallow current break stuff power fish go crank go burn a spinner bait throw a buzz bait throw a spook dude it's like they don't even get on it anymore <laughs> it's it's incredible but i i felt like the bite was terrible and then uh get to the weigh-in and, and Justin Hamner fishes the elites got 25 pounds and you're like, Oh, that was fun. Uh, that was a good time. Dude, do you being a shallow water power fishing fisherman, like, like you are, do you see with the forward facing stuff that you think that that's just maybe the fish with fishing pressure aren't up there as much, or are you seeing the opposite? I guess is what I'm getting at. Are you seeing, you got it to yourself more now, but there might I'm just be fewer bites. I'm having it to my, I'm starting to see it more to myself now. I love it watching these kids and these young guys who are staring at their grass <laughs> the whole time. And there's going to be that one or two or three occasional guy who, you know, they're going to smash them. They're going to smash them doing that. No doubt. But there's a whole lot of guys who believe forward facing sonar is the way. And I'm telling you, it is a very important tool. My Lawrence active target is to me is, is a very, very important tool. But it's definitely also not the end all to bass fishing. So I'm liking it both ways. I'm liking it because it's helped me to identify fish and the way that they eat baits. Mm -hmm. But it's also taken a lot of guys off of the stuff that I'm normally fishing and they're not there anymore. And it gives me 
that many more bites in the course of a day. Do you think, though, that uh, has shallow water fishing gone away a little bit, though, at, at, no. at, for, the, no. for 12 months out of the year? You think no. you just got to work a little harder and find it? Because I, I do see that around, at least where I live. It does seem like things have changed dramatically. And I live in an area just like you do with a ton of fishing pressure. But certain things have changed in the last 10 years, and it's really mind-blowing to me. As far as how well, fish I mean, set that's, up, and but things. that's just like, but that's just like anything. I mean, you look at the A rigs, not the A rig anymore. That's the right. chatterbait's not the chatterbait anymore. The square bill's not the square bill anymore. It, it all has its time and its place. The frog isn't the frog anymore. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know, but that's what happens when you have. You know, it's funny because me and Dean used to talk about this. We fish the elite series, and there'd be like me, Dean, Fred Rombanis, Cliff Crochet. And one or two other guys who had the frog tied on their deck. Mm-hmm. And us four or five guys, we throw it all day long. Now, 25% of the Elite Series field is throwing a frog all day long. And another 25 has it tied on. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have that before. That's it. You know, Alabama rigs, everybody thought that the Alabama rig was the God's gift to bass fishing. Dynamite. was going to be the best thing yeah. for the and, – and now – you can't catch them on an Alabama nope. rig the same. Nope. They'll, they'll fly. I mean, especially with forward facing, you can watch what they do to it. They're just like, nah, right. I'm good. No. <laughs> right. They, they, you see that thing coming through the, the water column and the fish just don't even move. Yep. Or they swim away. Or they from run it. from it. Yeah. I was going right. to say. They, but, they, then, but then you pick up oh, just a regular little Kytec and you put it out there on a six pound test spinning rod and you throw it out there in the same fish and they come up there and eat it. Mm-hmm. It's just fishing has changed. Things are different. And you just have to make those adjustments. But I am definitely agreeing that everybody needs to go out there and buy forward-facing sonar. <laughs> get off the bank. Because it's going – and get off the bank. <laughs> because it's going to make fishing better all around for a guy like me. Get, hey, sell say, your frogs. Sell your ishes frogs. Yeah. Sell your big weights. No, don't sell. Don't sell. You still got to buy. You still got to buy those. You still got to buy. You still okay. got to buh- buy. I was just seeing where you're. I was seeing where your loyalty. Where your loyalty yeah, lies. You still got to go out there and buy that stuff because there's going to be a time where you're going to need it. But definitely, I mean, but it is something. No, honestly, forward facing sonar is something that every bass fisherman really needs to learn because it has its time and its place just like the a-rig just like the frog just like the chatterbait is there's still going to be those times and it's just another tool that you better add to your arsenal or else you will be left behind there's no doubt about it especially fishing big events right bass fishing is an evolving door every single time like every year there's something new and a new technique and and there's certain things that you have to learn and forward facing sonar and having active targets from lorance is one of them for sure is there anything on your radar right now we'll end on this anything on your radar technique wise you want to get better at i always think that's an intriguing thing for for a veteran because we are always learning in the sport of bass fishing every day you go is there anything that you're like you know in 2023 I want to get better with this because you have ran into it, maybe a BPT or out West. Is there a technique that, that you want to get more familiar with or better at? No, no, no. I'm, you know, I'm pretty good. You know, I, I, I think I'm good on everything that I really want to learn because I'm at that point in my career. It's all about the W. Okay. It's no more about, you know, uh, I, I need to slow myself down at times, 
but but that's my intensity you know i was kind of going back and forth about how coming up this next year maybe i need to throw a cinco a little bit more maybe i actually need to pull out a ned rig and finesse and slow down a little bit hmm. but then i look at I, I i look at stuff on instagram and i go man the old school days of michael jordan and his intensity <laughs> and if he played in the nba right now and he had that same intensity he would literally level the field mm -hmm. out like they could there, there is no player that comes close to the level of intensity that the nba had back in the late 80s and early 90s when jordan was playing that's a fact. Like, no, there's just just the, the level. And so now I, I go, I need to keep that in my fishing. Slowing down does nothing but, you know, it'll hurt me. Or getting away from your so, style that, that has made you famous, style. that has made you successful. Yeah, man, I, I love that. You know, run, run and gun, pull up to this one bush, catch a five-pound otter, run to this next spot, throw a frog, catch a seven-pounder out of it, pull up, catch one, move do what I need to do and just fish the way I need to fish with just a high level of intensity. So it, there's, there's really not much coming out. I mean, there's some stuff that I've seen, but nothing that really grabs me. I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, weighing fish in. I could, I could yeah. tell you that because yeah. I've been doing, I've been doing it. I've been doing it here at home and it's pretty awesome to throw them in the live hole <laughs> and look at them. Sometimes yeah, ride them around play. a little bit, take yeah. them back to some people to watch. Yeah. I, I'm with that. I, yeah. I do think even with the five fish change at BPT, which I, I applaud them for that. They, that weigh in, man, that everybody's showing it's up important. to congratulate you. Yeah. It's important. Those fans that having that, being able to share in that women, winning moment, I feel like is very important. It, you know, you, you have the trash talking in any competitive nature, but I had a couple events this year, like guys trash talk me, and I, I will never forget when I showed up to the weigh-in and I had a nine-pounder in a bag, and I literally <laughs> pulled this thing out and took my time putting it in its own weigh-in bag by itself and just watching those guys just crumble, going, <laughs> oh, God, he caught a giant, like – <laughs> and it, it just, I love that. I just, that's just the competitiveness in me. I just love that. That And that's where all the, uh, the BS kind of separates, right? You know what I mean? It, yeah. uh, you can be on them, but you show up without anything. Then, uh, that's where, that's where the rubber meets the road, so to speak. I, that's I, love that's it, what man. I tell people about this industry. I said, there is zero legitimacy until you catch them. When you catch them, you can be and do whatever you want, but you sitting there on Instagram saying that you're a professional angler, you're not professional unless you catch them. That's right. You better you catch them. You can be a pretender all you want. You got to catch them. We got a lot of that that goes on. That's for damn sure, oh, buddy. Oh, my God. It, I, and I, for a guy like you, I know it's frustrating. I talked to a lot of elite guys, BPT guys about it. I mean, I'm glad the industry is growing in that regard, a lot of people. But there are a lot of uh, social media warriors out there for damn sure these oh, yeah. days. No doubt about I'm a it. Professional, I'm a professional angler, and I go, what else do you do for a living? <laughs> oh, well I'm, also, well, I'm also an accountant, and I'm a lawyer. and I stayed at know, a Holiday Inn Express last night. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ish Monroe, you're the man. I appreciate you, buddy. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving. See you, man. Ish Monroe with Shama. Oh, man. Uh, I can speak to his level of intensity. I fished with Ish in 2000, maybe 13, at Grand Lake in Oklahoma. And he was second place after day one at an FLW Tour event. Jason Christie won the event. 
And I believe Ish made the top 10, either top 10 or top 20 cut, but he was, he was second after day one. How'd you out with him? And dude, he is just laser focused. And in F- FLW rules, you could use a net, obviously. And he looked at me, he's like, my net blew out of the boat yesterday, but I'm boat flipping everything. So it doesn't matter. And, uh, you know, so just boat flip them. If you catch one kind of did. I was like, damn. All right. And we got into these bushes, dude. And I, I, I'll never forget. I skip a fluke on a spinning rod up by this bush. I catch like a three pounder. And Ish got down there and scooped him for me. I was like, you ain't got to get it. No, man, I got you. And dude, his, but he's, his intensity level was through the roof. And I, I'll never forget. We go into this pocket and he, he was flipping and he caught a limit flipping, but all of his weight the first day came on a frog. And he went on a flurry in this pocket with these cypress trees where he caught four big ones almost on consecutive casts. One of the most impressive things I've ever been in the boat for. And when his intensity level, where he starts the day to when he starts catching them, it, it was amazing. Like, it was it was eye-opening, man. And he was fishing both the lead town and the tour back then. Uh, great guy. I appreciate him coming on. And, and look – I had a lot of requests to get him on here. And uh, and when I reached out, he he responded immediately. He was absolutely happy to do it. And I think a lot of people thought maybe he would bash BPT, and that's why they want to hear him talk. But I, I didn't think that that was going to be the case with Ish necessarily. I think he was unhappy. You heard him say it there. He alluded to it. Weigh-ins are important to him. I think they're important to his sponsors. They're important to the fans. And I think that had something to do with it. And And, and all the craziness when all the changes were going on, um, you know, I, I think that, that that probably played a factor for sure. Uh, but appreciate him coming on. I appreciate each and every one of you low lifers out there watching week in and week out. We'll be back next week with yet another low budget live. Not so live. Drop me in the, drop some, uh, names in the comments, folks. You want to have on, we're getting to that time of year where, you know, these conversations presented by the W sauce. We just kind of picking people out of the air because not a lot of events. Everything's over with. We're headed into the end of the year and then the beginning of next year. So this is the time of year where I just, you know, I just pick random folks. If you've got maybe somebody from the hunting industry you want me to reach out to, you got pro angler that I've never had on or haven't had on lately, hit me up. Let me know in the comments. Of course, all conversations brought to you by the W Sauce. It's the week of Thanksgiving. You better get you some America's. Worcestershire, Worcestershire sauce. That's why we call it the W sauce. It's amazing on everything. We appreciate them bringing you LBL and all these conversations. I'm going to take y'all out with some Biloxi Blues. Hope you have a great, great, great Thanksgiving. Hug your mama. And I'll see y'all next time. From Jackson Town to Tupelo, I never could make it last. Spanish boss or Civil War ghost Well, I'm gonna leave them in the past Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine It don't matter, east or west North, south, wherever the wind blows I'm leaving those burdens at rest This highway It does not know my name And I don't care, no And a spare Just a white line Gypsy getting out of Mississippi
Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.